Happy Hump Day! Good morning and welcome! I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And how you doing today? Well, if you have gold and silver, uh, you're probably feeling a lot better about how t- today has been going. Another mega rally happening in the metals complex. Pressure on Wall Street and the bond market absolutely collapsing we got a great show lined up for you listen i told you i'll break it all down for you as well so we're going to go over it we're going to go over the numbers we'll go over where where we've been we're going to go over where we are we're going to go over where we are going and if i haven't earned your trust by now i guess i never will right 800-951-0592 that is our toll-free number the website at allamericangold.com. We got the articles. We got the videos. We, we, we've got all the news to keep you all comfortably disturbed right there at allamericangold.com. You can shop online. You can do all of those things. Uh, just a quick look here. Uh, gold's up 34, uh, 15.06. Silver, it happened. Remember, we've been talking about this. We've been waiting for this. I told you as soon as it breaks sixteen seventy one. What did I tell you? It's going to seventeen. When it breaks seventeen, all bets are off. Silver's done both today, uh, crashing through sixteen seventy one. Uh, broke through seventeen. Right now at seventeen dollars and ten cents uh, on on silver on the September silver contracts, which is the current contract uh, that they're in for silver. Uh, the Dow has erased all of the gains from yesterday. Uh, so, you know, you start piecing this thing together. It started last Wednesday. Here we are a week later. Uh, the Dow is, what, down 1,500 to 2,000 points from where it was. And uh, right now, down three, picking up more steam now, 371. 25,618, I'll give you a number, 25,500. If it breaks through that, uh, look for even more downs. It could could be, you know, we don't know, it's still or It could be a really ugly day uh, in the markets. It has all to do with the bond markets all over the world uh, spiraling out of control. We had rate cuts all over Asia last night. Believe it or not, you know, they want to tell you, if you listen to CNBC this morning, it was New Zealand's fault this time. It wasn't necessarily China's fault. New Zealand cut their uh, interest rate by 50 basis points uh, and and got everybody starting to think, uh uh-oh, uh-oh. Did we miss something here? Is the whole world going to go negative? And and I've already told you. I told you we're going to zero. I told you we're going to go to less than zero. Negative rates are coming, uh, whether, whether you like it or not. Whether you like it or you don't like it, that is what is coming. Now, whether you prepare or not is up to you. Right? I can't force you. Right? The president can't force you. You know, I can't tell you how many times have I told you Donald Trump is out there almost every day telling you to buy gold. He did it again today, blasting the Federal Reserve. We need bigger rate cuts. We need more rate cuts. Uh, the 10-year note, by the way, 
within a couple basis points of a new all-time low. Remember, the lowest we had on the 10-year the last time. Right? The last time when we went to zero was 137. Right this second, we're at 162. Earlier this morning, it got into the 15s. Right? It got to within a couple of basis points of new all time lows. The entire U.S. bond market is now fully inverted. The, even the 30 year note is now trading below the Fed funds rate. And remember yesterday, I told you, what, I, what did I tell you the other day? Listen, we're not getting the one and done here. right? We're now definitely getting a second rate cut. I told you the other day, I said, really, plan on getting three before the year ends. And uh, everything, 15, now we broke $15 trillion worth of Bonds around the world are now negative. Uh, Spain is next. Spain is on the clock of, I guess, of bigger countries. Right now, their 10-year note yielding 0.14. By the way, uh, the German bond yields now negative 0.58, almost six-tenths of a percent negative. Get ready, because it's coming here as well. 800 951 0592. Uh, that is your toll free number to call. Get your order placed today. This isn't the end. This is really just the beginning of the big rally. I, I you know, and, and when we get back, I'm going to read to you an expert uh, or an excerpt from a letter sent by Bank of America to the New York Federal Reserve concerning the bond market here in the United States. You're not going to want to This is something I speculated about this probably months ago, probably six months ago. I was saying, remember, some of you will remember, I told you, who's buying all of this stuff? Right now, the banks are being forced to buy it. The uh, insurance companies, the annuity, all the... Has something changed? Is QE4 closer than we think? Maybe that's why gold's really jumping today. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number Yesterday, well, like, don't you wish you go back to yesterday? Remember, I saw those gold eagles at fifteen hundred. Gold's uh fifteen oh six now, uh, up thirty four bucks. Uh, so here's what I did. I, I can't sell them at fifteen hundred, but what I can do is put them at the lowest price in the country. Uh, with the remainder of the one ounce American gold eagles, fifteen twenty five. Uh, so that puts them what nineteen dollars? It's really eighteen dollars. Here you go, fifteen oh seven twenty or eighteen dollars over spot on one ounce American Gold Eagles nine or fifteen twenty five on one ounce American Gold Eagles. Before I break down where we've been, where we are, and where we're going, 
I already told you all this stuff. By the way, today Goldman Sachs decided to tell you, hey, gold's going to 1600 A little late. Okay, It's going a lot higher than that. But here's what's really happening. And I know, no offense to New Zealand. I know, right? They're a big mega superpower, okay? Their 50% or 50 basis point rate cut did not cause all the turmoil. It wasn't the Chinese... Uh, with pegging their currency, resetting their currency. It wasn't any of that. We've got a debt problem, folks. And I know we don't like to talk about it. Shh. Right? It's like a little secret. Hey, it's okay. And, and, and I'm one of them. I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I want it to be okay. Right? I want to be able why not? I can't, why, well, who cares if we go two, three, four, five trillion dollars in debt every year? It'll be okay. Apparently not. A letter was sent yesterday. Some, and I don't know who got it, but it's uh, Zero Hedge published it. Talking about ongoing dollar. And, and funding liquidity collapse. So remember, we just raised the debt ceiling, right? Remember that deal? Hey, let's spend a bunch of billions of more dollars that we don't have, right, and raise this debt ceiling, right? So now we don't have to worry about the debt ceiling uh, until after the election. And I told you immediately after that, the Treasury said, hey, we're going to borrow $814 billion in the next six months. And, of course, you know, a little napkin math there. Uh, that's $1.628 trillion, You know, <laughs> uh, what happened to a trillion? Now, here's what gets interesting. Bank of America... They did a little research, which they uh, which they were talking about that the Federal Reserve may be forced to launch quantitative easing as soon as the fourth quarter. What? Quantitative easing? I mean, we just got done with quantitative tightening. Right now, I know it was a total disaster, right? Another huge mistake by this central bank. Right? We never should have done it. Right? There, we never should have sold off. The economy isn't nearly as healthy as they want us to believe. I want it to be that healthy. It's just not. There was no reason to do it. Now, remember what they're doing starting at the beginning of this month. So they've already started this. Right? They're going to keep selling the mortgage securities that they bought. And they're going to buy treasuries. Right? So all of their holdings, all of the all of the quantit- the previous quantitative easing holdings are all going to be in treasuries. Apparently, Bank of America says that ain't enough. They're saying that the market is in much need of liquidity. Right? And I'm starting to look at these bond yields. And they just keep collapsing. And and, and I'm like, wait a minute. You know, we, we, we 2.1 GDP. I mean, that wasn't, wasn't horrible. 
I mean, it wasn't great. Let's not, you know, let's call it what it is. But it wasn't horrible. The Dow was at an all. We cut rates with the Dow at an all-time high. Well, right next to it, right. This makes a lot of sense, though, doesn't it? It's a liquidity problem, right? We already know China doesn't come anymore, right? China is rolling off. They're buying less, right? They're buying more. By the way, China, another 10 metric tons of gold again. I mean, they just keep buying it. So here's what they said, that the market needs the bond market needs liquidity, specifically the United States Treasury auction market needs liquidity, or else suffer the consequences of a major liquidity shortage. Could you imagine if we had to sell, and I don't know, pick a number. Hey, today, it's Wednesday. We got to sell $180 billion of debt in, you know, two-year notes and five-year notes and inflation-adjusted notes and tip notes and this note and that note. And we didn't have enough people there to buy it. The bid to cover wasn't there. Right? We know the bid to cover's been falling, right? We're down, you know, in that between the two and two and a half on the bid to cover, uh, meaning, hey, we have, we've got two and a half times the amount of bids uh, for the notes we need to sell. Obviously, the bids are horrible, but at least they're bids. Here's what they said. Outright quantitative easing because they're saying that dealer capacity is exhausted. Now, remember, if you're a dealer, in other words, the Fed has blessed you with, hey, you get to be the middleman, right? The Fed doesn't sell directly to people. They sell it to the dealers. The dealers divvy it out. It used to be a real nice business, right? Great business, obviously, with yields like this, not so great anymore. But here was the deal with that, was the dealers... By the way, you know, you, you get what's left over. You've got to bid. You know, you've got to set a floor. And uh, as long as everybody's over the floor, then you're good. Well, the dealers, they've been stuck with a lot of the product. In other words, they got to bid the floor, and there's not enough bids coming in that are above theirs. And they're saying that, hey, we're exhausted. In other words, hey, we, we can't buy anymore. We're full, right? We don't have, I don't know if they don't have the money or if they just are like, dude, dude we got too much now, right? The, you're going to, you're going to, we're going to fail a stress test because it's going to be so unbalanced. They went on. Dealer capacity is exhausted. The Fed may need to start permanently expanding its balance sheet. Did you notice the key word in that one? Permanently. Right? What's happening in Japan? What's happening in Europe? Right? Wake up. Wake up. 
The Fed would likely describe this as offsetting bank reserve demand and growth in other non-reserve liabilities. My fancy word for saying, hey, we're just doing this because, you know, we're trying to help the banks out. That's, you know, here's the spin. Regardless, it would represent the Fed permanently buying United States Treasuries outright to maintain control of funding markets. Apparently, the message was received because the Federal Reserve... uh, said that a rather urgent request from a Fed from a Federal Reserve staffer seeking to meet with Bank of America and specifically a guy named Mark Cabana C A B A N A and they want all the details of the research that he put together on this. Now I'm thinking, Federal, you can't do your own? You aren't doing your own? You haven't done this? I mean, you got the MIT Mafia. How do you not know this? They say that, uh, as noted uh, below in his report, I'll reiterate, Cabrera says that the central bank is going to have to start QE4 as soon as Q4. Okay, so obviously we're in Q3. So you start thinking about all of a sudden, doesn't that make a little more sense why gold's roaring? Or is it because New Zealand cut by 50 basis points? Really? When's the last time anybody even cared about New Zealand? How many people can even pick out New Zealand on a map? time to wake up now things have gotten serious I've I have fielded in the last three days so today yesterday Monday everybody asking me the same question right is it a good time to sell it is absolutely a buyer's market right now. It's a it's a great time to buy. Sell if you need to. But the question people asked me is gold gonna stop it here? So let's let's review what we've what we've talked about. Remember this year when I told you if gold breaks thirteen sixty one. Because right, remember, how many times did gold get the 1350 fallback, 1350 fallback, 1350 fallback? And I kept telling you, if it breaks 1361, buy all you can. Because it's going to go to 14, and when it breaks 14, remember what I told you. I said, what is it going to do? It's going to go right to 15. Why? Because there's no resistance. Remember, uh, from gold 1900 to gold 1400, that 500 points dollar drop in gold that occurred from the 2011 highs to 2013. Almost 400 of the $500, about 80% of it occurred in five days. Three different days. Gold had fallen more than $100 in a day. 
We just finished the last one of the three. So think about this. On June 20th, gold broke 1361. Of course, I told you what would happen. It's going to go to 1400. On June 24th, it broke 1400. When it broke 1400, remember what I told you. Remember what I've been telling. What did I say yesterday? 1500 is really not a big number. It's 1535 is kind of the first number. Today is August the 6th. There was 30 trading days between when gold broke 1400 and it broke 1500. So you think about it, gold every day was going up about what? About three and a half, you know, three dollars and thirty-three cents a day. So that's where we were, where we are. Now, when we get back, I'm gonna tell you where we're going. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Democratic presidential hopefuls are hot on the campaign trail, rushing to outpromise each other for free handouts. President Trump, meanwhile, is pulling huge crowds and polling well and fighting those socialist handouts in every speech he gives. Earlier this summer, while 19 Democratic candidates lined up to win support from a few hundred members of the Iowa Democratic Party, President Trump returned to Council Bluffs, Iowa for a rally with more than 15,000 people in attendance. They crammed into the 8,000-seat Mid-America Center, filling the seats and aisles and much of the surrounding outdoor area where they could watch the president's speech on big screens. Many even camped out overnight just to have the chance to see Trump in action, and he didn't disappoint as he galvanized the massive crowd with his speech. Trump said the Democrats have become too extreme, and they've become, frankly, too dangerous to govern. They've just gone wacko, he declared. The impeachment talk by Democrats proves Trump's point. As the radical left demands impeachment hearings, even House Speaker Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to go there. She fears, and she should, a backlash by voters in the next election if the House Democrats do something so unfair to the president and to we the people. In his speech to Iowans last October, Trump promised to loosen regulations against adding ethanol to gasoline. And he's delivered on this promise, just like on many others. He's keeping his promises and has started to gain immense popularity in many unexpected regions of the country. Even Democrats are turning to support him in this trend. Congresswoman Cindy Axney, a Democrat incumbent, announced that she would meet and welcome Trump to her southwest Iowa district, including his Council Bluffs rally and a tour of an ethanol plant. A recent poll of likely Democratic caucus voters had more bad news for Democrats. A majority in that party insists that a candidate must support abortion think climate change is the greatest threat to humanity, and ban assault-style weapons despite the Second Amendment. All of these positions are on the losing side in a general presidential election. Perhaps that is why a solid majority of Americans in another recent CNN poll expect Donald Trump to win re-election. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Do you like what you see at the Trump White House? Will President Trump continue to advance conservative ideals? 
At phyllisschlafly.com, you gain complete access to Phyllis Schlafly Eagles news updates and commentaries and can track our work on Capitol Hill. Go online often to phyllisschlafly.com. And thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Cue the deer, the plunge protection team in effect for the second time this morning. Uh, first time early this morning. Now they, they've dusted off Charles Evans, one of the Fed governors. <laughs> Here you go. Talking about rate cuts. Uh, coming up for you. Uh, the Dow down 300-plus uh, points. Uh, gold is up $36 now, fifteen oh nine. Uh, one ounce American Gold Eagles now sixteen dollars over spot at fifteen and a quarter at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. By the way, silver uh, just hit the high of the day uh, seventeen fourteen one seven one four on on silver. So the seventeen dollar uh, hurdle crossed on silver. Uh, big upside coming for silver as well. Uh, but we're talking gold. Where are we headed now? So in 30 trading days, we break from 1400 to 1500 Like I said, I think it's well documented here. 1535 is is the number that we're, we're looking at as the first big, and not even that big, but it's the first big resistance number. From 1535 for about 50 bucks, 1535 to 1585, there was three days where gold traded between 1535 and 1585. So there are some some anyway trades in there. If it breaks fifteen eighty five, seventeen hundred is the next number. Um, and I kind of I'm leaning that way. Obviously, I don't know what will happen tomorrow or the next day. I'm just putting the pieces of the puzzle together for you. So remember what I told you on the way down. Specifically, from 1900 to 1400, it was very quick. You had three different days where gold fell at least $100. We've just erased the first one. The second one starts at 1585, and it runs to 1700. You know where the next one starts. 1700 <laughs> to all time highs. How quickly we get there is the only thing that's really up for debate. Um, and again, you know, when you think about gold going up $100 in 30 days. And you kind of think like, hey, this is only August. We got September, October, November, December, right? There's plenty of the year left. And if 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 Big Bank of America is right, now the Federal Reserve has requested the research. 
And I think it's got to be pretty easy, right? Because I keep asking the same thing. Who's buying all this debt? Who's buying it all? And if we need to institute QE4. So now, one thing they could do, they could say, hey, that mortgages, we're going to speed it up. Instead of $20 billion a month, we're going to do $50 billion a month, $100 billion a month. The problem is, I don't know how much rolls off every month. I think, I think what they've already done is set it at the maximum. Hey, to about $20 billion of those notes roll off every month. I don't know that they can go higher. If they can actually sell when it hasn't matured yet, I don't know. I'm sure they could, but I don't. Th- that would be a horrible precedent. So then it goes back to who's going to buy it. And the logical thing would be what quantitative easing for at that point, right? You want wait, at that point you want rates to be negative. I mean, really, don't you? I mean, if we got to create money out of thin air and to pretend to buy this stuff, we want it to cost as least amount as possible. Very, very, very bullish on gold and silver, not because. Obviously, I, this is what I do for a living, but just looking at the whole big picture. We are in a rate-cutting cycle. No, this wasn't a little, oh, no, we want to do a little a little tester cut, or what did they call it? Oh, the insurance cut. It's not what this was. It's not what this was. The escalation of the trade war obviously brings this to the forefront. The president knows it. You know, and, and, and I sit there and I think about, you know, all the things uh, that the president is doing, and the guy knows what's going on. Rates are going to come way down. I mean, look at the 10 year note, what, 1 6, right? Really? I mean, the all-time low is 137 on the 10-year. We're getting ready to take it out. How about this, though? How well is the is the stock market really doing? You know, you hear them bragging about, oh, they're now still up 10% this year. Of course, they don't tell you that the Dow lost all of its gains last year in December. But I decided to take a look today. One year ago, the Dow was at 25,584. Today, it's at 25,7, actually 25,6, 25,7. I just wrote down the math I did this morning, 25,700. In one year's time, the Dow was up point zero. Zero four percent. Obviously, gold's up almost twenty five percent. A year ago, uh, gold was at twelve twelve. Now I wrote down fifteen oh four, and obviously, gold's gone another five dollars higher. But gold's up over twenty four percent. None of your financial planners told you to buy gold. Did anybody on the team? Like, you know what? You know what guys told you besides me? The guys I tell you to listen to. Ray Dalio told you. Stanley Drunkenmiller told you. Right? 
They were the guys, the guys that I said, hey, these are the guys you want to listen to. They told you. They were the guys telling you what it was that you needed to do. So, But I went further. What about two years ago? Right? Let's take a bigger sample. The Dow was at 21,858. Doesn't that number sound familiar? Remember December? Where did it go to? This number, right? The Dow's up 17% in the, over the last two years. Gold's up 20 I got one more number for you when we return. 800-951-0592. That is the toll-free number. I pulled one other number. The last day of 2017. The Dow was at 25,698. 25,007, right? The Dow hasn't moved in the last, what, 18 months. Gold's up in the last 18 months 17%. And I'm sitting there and I, and I, and I just kind of laugh because, right, they're all telling you, all of these great numbers and all this and that, and, and numbers can be deceiving, right? But when you take, and, and, and again, not to bash the stock market. You need to own it. I've, I say it all the time. Be diversified. What I'm telling you, though, is gold's going to outperform the Dow significantly. Now, the Dow just got done. Let's be in fairness. The Dow just got done outperforming gold, right, over the last, what, five, six, seven years. And it's now swung the other way, and it's already started, right? We're already almost, what, two years into this and picking up steam. And now you, you start thinking about, is this solution? Is it logical to you? Let me just ask you. Does this sound logical to you? We had a debt problem, right? And call it what you want. Listen, the housing collapse happened in 06. Let's not kid ourselves. The the Dow, it didn't crash until two years later. And really, in Arizona, it happened in 05. I mean, the Dow didn't crash until 08. 08 and 09. And now what they did was, what did they do? They just papered over it. Right? They brought rates. Right? We had negative rates. We went to zero. All of these corporations got to refinance. Right? All that stuff. It's so bad now that big investors who would have normally bought bonds or stocks are now going to buy rental communities, right? The home builders, they're getting out of building homes for people to move into them, uh, you know, buying a home, and they're going to make them rental properties, right? Why? Because they need yield, and and they know the big returns of Wall Street are coming to an end. 
the bond market. <laughs> I mean, there's no yield there. The money, it will go somewhere. Right? And, and obviously, we're seeing it in the ETFs. Matter of fact, Goldman Sachs, and they're so funny. Uh, they finally upped their gold forecast today. You know what their forecast? Now, remember, now this is like the fourth time they've changed it. Their forecast was for 1475, they say. Now, I don't even know. I don't even think it was that high. Right? And now they're saying, well, you know, now, now we're saying 1600, but they're getting smarter because they threw a caveat and said, hey, listen, it could go a lot higher than that. Go a lot higher than that if we get more rate cuts. You know, guess what? It's going to be a lot higher than that. And the money's going to flow. They, By the way, they their ETF, this is what I want to tell you, they, their ETF forecast, the paper gold, they missed it by a little bit. They said, and I say, and I say this with skepticism, because like I said, this is like the fourth time they've changed it, that that ETF demand was going to be 300 metric tons. They've now doubled it to 600 metric tons. They also raised uh, central bank uh, demand as well. Right now we're anticipating a new uh, all-time record high for this year in central bank gold buying. And remember this, and this this needs to be said. China says, hey, we added 10 metric tons. Every month. I mean, that's what they're doing. I mean, month after month after month. So far this year, they bought 84 metric tons, right? We're eight months in. And it wasn't even me. I got to give credit to the researcher that was doing the work. They said, don't forget, China's the largest producer of gold in the world. Right? They, they, in, in China, China's got the biggest gold mines now. They're number one. They're the new South Africa. They make, they produce, they mine 400 metric tons. And uh, and I, I apologize. I don't remember who did the research. But they said, because that's inside the country, China could be purchasing much more than what they say. And I find it very interesting as this trade war, which I told you isn't about trade. Remember, I told you this. It's not a trade war. This is about who's going to be the next world superpower. Are we going to hang on? Or is China taking over? Could you imagine if China announced, hey, you know our gold holdings, you know, they're somewhere, they're approaching like 2,000 metric tons. If they said, hey, we really got, you know, we got eight. Hey, we got a little more than that, right? Whatever America's got, we got... 8,400 metric tons. Maybe we got 9,000. Maybe it's 10,000 metric tons. You think that may make a difference? Don't count it out. It's very possible. 
800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment on this Wednesday. 800-951-0592. Uh, final segment here on this Wednesday. Uh, obviously, if you're just joining us, a huge day in the gold and silver markets. Uh, uh, gold uh, at a new six-year high. Uh, get ready. We're going to hear that a lot out of the gold markets. Uh, silver. Uh, and I don't know how long the high, and I apologize. Tomorrow we'll focus a little more on silver, uh, but silver broke. That 1671 that we were waiting for uh, broke through there is now above $17.13 on silver. Uh, The Dow is under pressure. Word breaking today that the Federal Reserve may, may have to institute QE4 because of lack of participation in the U.S. Treasury markets. Uh, I kind of would believe that a little more than, oh, New Zealand cut rates by 50 basis points and spooked the market. I mean, that's that's what the story was early uh, earlier today. Uh, the central bank has been out now. Uh, the latest was Charles Evans. Uh, talking very dovishly, right? More rate cuts coming. Uh, again, another driving factor behind gold this morning. Uh, gold has taken out 1,500. Uh, really, honestly, the next target I'm looking for, I, and I know 1,535, but really bigger target I'm looking for, 1,700. Uh, so we, we've taken out the first major drop that we saw in gold uh, today, that 100-point drop, the next one comes at 1585 to 1700 So that was like a 115-point drop. Uh, that's the next target that I have that will fall. And then right after that, it's new. Uh, you're going to go right up to the old all-time high. So gold is, uh, a lot of people are saying, hey, is this the end? No, this is more than likely the beginning. And I say that just because the computers do all the trading, right? And you know, we know how those algorithms work, right? They, they love all of the uh, technical stuff and all the charts and all, the, all that mumbo-jumbo in the analysis, and they just start buying, right? When it passes certain numbers, they just start buying. It's why I said the silver market, right? 1671. What, am I a genius? No. But I know what the charts say, and what the charts say is what the computers do. So uh, one ounce American Gold Eagles at $1,525 today, is it's like robbery. I mean, it really, really is. You think about, uh, you've already missed the first, uh, well, hopefully you did miss the first 25% move. Uh, but get ready. We, there are a lot more upside. And again, and I've been saying this more and more lately, the president's telling you what to do. And he came out again today uh, blasting the central bank, once again saying, see, I was right. I was right. We need more rate cuts, and we need bigger rate cuts. I think he may just get them. 
800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow.